This is Fleet. What is up, grillers, and welcome to Grill Time, the podcast for your grilling, drink reviews, and all your manly needs. I am your host, Grillmaster James. Along with Grillmaster Kale. Today we will be reviewing lamb chops, veggie kebabs, and line of Kugel beers. We'll also be giving our thoughts on the documentary that is sweeping everyone's quarantine time, and that is Tiger King. Tiger King, baby. If you haven't seen it, there will be spoilers, but don't leave just yet because we'll be giving you our food and drink reviews first. So let's get started. Alright, so I want to give a good shout out again to my pal Nick Fralick for doing our theme song. It's amazing. It's sexy. It's very sexy. It's a sexy song. Sexly. Sexly. Yeah, sexly. It's manly. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. It's all the lees, baby. You want to eat it up. You do. Just like our food that we grilled today. Yes, which is a Mediterranean-style dinner that we've got going on here. Hell yeah, it is. So... Kale, you grilled the meat today. I did not I did. grill meat, which Blasphemy. is a little, I know. It's a little blasphemous. Not going to lie. It's a little off character for me. Yeah. I I typically grill meat. You're kind of made of meat. I am made of meat. I'm made of meat. We are all made of and meat. Everybody is made of meat. That is true. It's a big old. That is a known fact. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh grill kale grill kale that's me baby would you like to get started on what you made all right so i grilled up some lamb chops um but it's very important about how i made these lamb chops i did a very simple marinade it's very simple it's just olive oil with about four crushed uh cloves of garlic Mm -hmm. add in some crushed rosemary uh dried rosemary crushed dried rosemary um with just some black pepper and salt that's it. I let it marinate for about an hour to three hours. I hit about the two-hour mark um, just to kind of let the, those flavors just kind of penetrate into the meat. Right. Um, then I threw it right on the grill, and I used a brush to kind of scrape off the bottom of, like, where I was marinating in. I just kind of okay. stuck it in a bowl and then just to kind of brush it on. But, yeah, that um, that garlic cloves that's crushed on it with uh, rosemary, it's, you can see it on there, and some of them are, like, kind of burned and charred into the meat. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to give a very... Very uh, stacked flavor to that lamb. Mm. I'm really excited. I think we should have our first bite. We should have the first bite, baby. Let's stick and dip. Little cheers here. Cheers on the meat. Whoa. That, ma'am, that was like butter. Wow. Okay. And I said this to you before when we were grilling this. Mm -hmm. I said, lamb is a hard meat to grill. Of which you said no, it actually isn't. It, it isn't. But I, I, I don't know if it's that it's hard to grill, but I think it's just it's hard to get right. It's hard to because lamb fair. you have to be very precautious about w- how you how far you cook it because yeah. it could either be very raw or you could make it uh, overdone really quickly. That's true. So it's a softer meat, you know. It's a lamb. It's it very is. tender. It's very young. Um, so. Th- I think a lot of people are just kind of afraid 
to kind of cook lamb. Right. Um, don't be afraid to cook lamb. It's very easy. I've never cooked lamb before. Um, I kind of just looked up a simple little marinade to do it. Um, and I splashed it on there, threw it on the grill, and mm-hmm. I just did a nice little sear. I cooked it about kind of how I would make a medium rare steak in it. But you know what? That's why you're the grill master. That's true. This is your first time doing it, now, and what, it's spot on. Now, what you need to try is on the the right side of the bone, Okay. that T-bone. Yeah. Try that there. That's the tenderest part of the steak. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I haven't had lamb in a long time, and let me tell you something right now. Lamb. It's one of the finest meats. Lamb hits different. Lamb and bison are my two favorite meats. I've never had bison. You've never had... You need to have bison. So I've had bison two times in my life. First time was I was on Catalina Island, and they had a bison burger. Wow. That was one of the best burgers I've had, and I'm a burger guy. I mean, I grew up just eating burgers no matter what restaurant I go to. So I have a taste for burgers. And the bison meat was definitely by far the best meat I've had. My second time was with Momo, which check out his podcast, Pitchfork Disaster. A little shameless plug there. Um, <laughs> but we cooked up three-year-old bison meat. Three years old? It was three years old. Like, was it frozen? It, it was frozen. And that's a little that's a little something that is iffy for people is how long can you keep meat in the freezer? I personally think as long as you properly thaw it, it doesn't matter. Unless it's like fifty year old meat, then I'd be True. a little skeptical on that. But the bison meat that we cooked was perfect. That's crazy though. So like was it did it have like a I don't know, was the fatty content on it still interesting or everything like, was perfect. That's crazy. Three-year-old bison meat, mm-hmm. like a steak or no? It's like ground beef. Yeah, like ground meat. Oh, like ground. Oh, okay. It's like ground beef. Yeah, like ground bison. I've had ground bison before. Oh, you've had ground bison before. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I you've had bison. It, I use it to make a stroganoff. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Another good meat, bear. I have heard some controversial things about bear meat. Okay. I watched a video about this guy who hunted a bear. And he was kind of doing this like survivalist thing. Mm-hmm. He was staying out in the wild and he just had this big like kind of like steel mug. And he had like a bag of just the bare fat like stored in its own skin. No meat, just, just like the fat? chunks of fat. Okay. He had some meat. Okay. But he just grilled. He didn't season it or anything. He just like melted down this fat, this straight bare fat in this mm-hmm. like s- steel mug. And then he fried the meat. Like the bear meat, just stuck it in the, it fried in its own fat. And it just looks so tender and so just delicious and delectable. It, there, there's a, a, a good taste to bear meat. I've had it, it was bear uh, summer sausage. Really? Yeah, so it's, it's a darker meat. Yeah. Than most. So I've seen, yeah. So, yeah, so it's tough. meats. Yeah, it is tough. But boy, I think the flavor of it is really nice. Really? Yeah, yeah. Bear meat. You heard it here first, babies. Yes. Get yourself some bear meat. I kind of want another bite of the lamb chops, and then we can move on. Yeah, to let's my, get it. Let's 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 sink apps. another bite of this uh, this lamb. Sink it and nink it. Got so, a little more of the fatty mm-hmm. chunk there. A little tougher to chew than the actual meat. Really? Mm-hmm. Fat was a little chewy, but I mean that's how most fat is. That's true. 
All right. That was delicious. All right, we'll set this Thank aside you for that. For now. No worries. James, tell us about what you've cooked for us today. So Grilled for us, I should say. Yes. So when you told me that you were making lamb chops, I figured, why do another meat when we should do some appetizers? Because you can grill pretty much anything. So You can. I figured some apps would be a good idea for this. So I did veggie kebabs. We've got some shrooms on there, mushrooms, 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 zucchini, red bell peppers, uh, cherry tomatoes, and a red onion. And I uh, marinated that with some olive oil. It was water, honey, um, parsnips, basil, oregano, um... Just got the whole, just got the whole yeah. spiel, just kind of marinating in there. It, yeah, it's a, so you're supposed to marinate it and then put it in a Ziploc bag, the the marinating yeah, yeah, yeah. sauce, and then put the veggies in there and kind of like mix it up a little bit. Right, right. And you're supposed to keep it in there for four hours. Now, I didn't read that part, <laughs> so my bad, but in my personal opinion, I think once it's covered, it's covered. If you want it to be soaked so that the, the flavor penetrates a little bit more yeah kind of soaks into the mushroom especially right then yeah do it for four hours so this is definitely a dish that you have to prepare ahead of time right you can't just up and do it right away but i it looks like i grilled it pretty damn good it's got some nice grill marks on the mushrooms and oh yeah yeah and the cucumbers those uh those uh red onions are nice and seared at the tips yes i'm excited to sink my and i think that's exactly what we should do nuggets into these that is exactly what we should do right now all right i'm gonna just pop this mushroom in my gullet oh man instant flavor explosion mm. you can definitely taste the olive oil mm-hmm. that marinade it's a little sweeter but it's like it's got a uh sourness to it yes and i the sweetness is definitely coming from the honey and especially because it was natural honey so it's mm. a lot more sugary oh yeah um, but I think the sourness is definitely coming from the olive oil because there's a lot of olive oil that I put in. Oh, and I put lemon juice in there. Yeah. So that's juice, definitely that's giving the, the sour. sour. Yeah. That is, um, yeah, like you said earlier, we're definitely going kind of like a Mediterranean style. Yeah, it's Mediterranean kebabs. style. We got some lamb. And actually, Mediterranean is one of my favorite um, cultures for food. Mm-hmm. Shawarma. Oh. If I can ever figure out how to grill that grill make shawarma i'm sure you could grill it well they how they do shawarma is you gotta have the whole rig it's like a big just stack of meat on this big spike really and you spin it around and just got fire i think i think that's how it's shawarma yeah that's good that's um this is a good kebab i usually don't like kebabs but this is very flavorful i mean it's right. like an explosion of flavor and like i said i want to go more appetizer style because you could do kebabs as a whole meal where you uh, do like meat, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to do meat because you were doing the lamb, and I'm sure lamb is such a nice meat. Oh yeah, it's a classy meat, and so I feel like if we had to keep that meat on its own, I agree. But and yeah, it goes really good with the meat. I'm gonna. It to- does, and like I said, it's Mediterranean. It's definitely Mediterranean. Oh, yeah. Everything about this. Yeah, and you're just really nice and grilled. To the, I think you grilled this really nicely. I think um. The peppers are still kind of crunchy, but they're soft, and they've uh, the onions have got that 
it was that that char and the searing at the tips of it mm-hmm. so you get that kind of burnt flavor mixed in with the sweetness that kind of comes out whenever you grill an onion right and i mean in that marinade man that marinade oh that was some good marinade i would i i would probably soak it for i mean not soak it i'd, I'd let it marinate for about four hours yeah, yeah i would definitely let it marinate for four hours because it's it's some really good marinade mm-hmm. and to That's, let it just soak into the veggies i i think the flavor of this would be even better definitely uh, another thing i want to point out is it, this is a pro tip for grilling with kebabs if you are using wooden sticks. Yeah, if you don't have metal skewers and yes. you're using uh, the, the wooden skewers. Make sure you let that soak in water for about 30 minutes. Otherwise, you're going to have a whole fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know that before. While he was prepping them, he was kind of telling me about that. That's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. That makes a lot of sense, though, because it's it wood. It'll soak up the water. And that was a pro tip that was given to me by my dad. Yeah. He has... I think we all learn from our fathers. Oh, yeah. Fathers pass down They know everything about grilling. That's true. Let's rate this. Yeah. I'm going to... Let's... Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Yeah, baby. What? uh, Let's give it the rating. Stove to grill, like we did last time, Mm -hmm. on whether or not we think these foods deserve to be on the stove or deserves to be on the grill. Let's start off with your lamp. Grill. Grill. Hands down, you gotta grill this thing. Yeah. Either if it's a flame grill, wood fire grill. I mean, you just you want the char yeah. taste to it. If I in a perfect world, I would have grilled this on a, a charcoal grill. I don't have that available to me at the moment. Yet. Um. Yet. From where I am, I mean, I'm quarantined and kind of stuck from where I am. You know? Right. Um. My stimulus check just came in, so like, but I'm putting. Could that be in using that nice check. I could, but get yourself a nice fifteen dollar. I'm using it for rent, baby, because <laughs> I have. We have adult things to do. Yeah, adult um, <laughs> sounds a little risque. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you know babe. I, mean. I can't. Uh, I can't buy a grill. I've got adult things <laughs> to do alone in the bathroom. <laughs> Don't come knocking. Like my makeup. I've got to do my adult makeup. Oh Lord. Um, I think it also depends with the lamb, what you're doing. I think if you're just cooking the yeah. lamb chops, just I think if you lamb just, chops, if you just put salt, it. pepper, just pop it right on there. You could, it'll be fine. Just yeah, like any fine. kind of meat, you know. But if, if you're making like a year old though, that you have to do. Um, oh, that's a whole different. Yeah, step. that's a whole that's a, style. I don't even want to. I don't even want to pretend like I know how that happens. We just grill, all right. Yeah, this all is we a do subspecies is of meat, cooking. We slap some sauce on it, and we slap it on. We, the we meat call it a day. On the metal. That is why, ladies, take this note. You ever want your man to cook? You got to find something to grill. A man grill. wants to grill. He's man. got motivation to grill. But if you say, "Can you cook something?" They don't want to do it. We don't want to do it. As soon as we found fire millions of years ago, you know, we got excited. Yeah. We're like, we can grill now. That's what turns us on. <laughs> fire. That's fire. true. So on on a scale of stove, yeah, grill, 100%. Grill. Yeah, I think so too. And if we're rating this. One out of five. One out of five. What would you give this, James? What would you give my, uh, what would you give my uh, hmm. honest review? Lay it down. Yeah, I feel like I wasn't too honest with the last episode. Yeah. So I'm going to be a little more honest on this one. I'm going to give it a little uh, 4.5. That's a very five. nice. Yes, because it was cooked perfectly. And I think the reason why I'm not giving that full five is because, and this isn't your fault. It's just that's the way the meat came. 
I think the cuts could be a little bit better. Yeah, the lamb chops that I got, I think typically one of our you know lamb chops there it's it's a rib chop. Right. You know, it's a rib or a shoulder chop. Um, and with the rib chops, they've got that bone still in the kind of sticking out, and then they got the meat at the tip, and it's kind of they call it like a, a the lamb lollipop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually you would cut those with two bones sticking out, so it's a little thicker. Um, these were cut with one bone, but the bone is gone. Like the bone sticking out, it's just the T yep. bone that's left in there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I like that cut. Yeah, it's, it makes it a lot smaller too. There's uh, a lot of lamb fat. is typically already small. There is a lot of fat, but the on the outer side, the right side of that T bone is like butter. I mean, it yes. just falls off of Even, the bone, right? And it melts in your mouth. It it, it does melt in your mouth. I have to agree with that. So yeah, yeah, I'm giving it a. Look at that. I'm not even cutting it. It's falling off of the freaking thing. Yeah, you you definitely cooked it perfectly. Thank you. So, props to you, and that's why you're getting another damn good review. Thank you very much. Because that is sex in a mouth. Damn. <laughs> sex in the mouth. Sex in the mouth. That's just oral sex. I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Let's on. Move on to the kebabs. <laughs> All right, so kebabs, stoved grill. Grill. You have to grill. It's, it's a, kebab. a kebab. It's a kebab. It's a kebab. You can't make a kebab on the stove. Right. I'm you starting could probably to... make a kebab in the oven. That See, and actually, that's and that... funny that you say it because I found a recipe that required you to put it in the oven. Really? That so, would probably make it really soft. It would make it really soft. But I like it where it's you soft and those, crispy. You don't get those flame marks. You don't get the you don't get the crispiness. Yes, it's not the, the same. There's no the onion char to it. That's true. I I, I I'm gonna yes uh, grill. My opinion, hundred percent. Yep, hundred percent for the grill. Grilling. Grill, and I would be anxious to try it in the oven. Excuse me. Just to see what that tastes Just to like. See like where that's going. Right. I got all the meat over by me. That's a mistake. All this meat's gonna be gone. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this. All right, one to five. out of five. So, honestly, I'm not a huge kebab fan, but I'm going to give this my honest. Um, this was a good kebab. The marinade was excellent. Thank you. Personally, I, th- I would give an even higher rating if it was, I think, if it was left to marinate just a little bit longer, just to yes. kind of soak in those flavors a little more. Um, I would even, like, put a little hole in those tomatoes so that sauce could somehow maybe, like, soak up into the tomatoes because mm, the, the tomatoes got like that shell on the outside yeah the, sh- the skin yeah not the shell um so the flavor is kind of like left to there and it slides off a little bit but honest i'm gonna give this a 3.8 i'll take is, it that's a good that's a good one yeah that's good um i mean the grill marks were great i liked the kebab um it's not my favorite thing in the world um it, when you bite into it, the flavor kind of hits you, but then after you start chewing, the flavor kind of dies down. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a solid, a solid three point eight. That's a good, that's, that's a, a good one. That's, that's a really good score. Yeah. No, I, I, and I appreciate that. Thank you. I like that. So, we got to move on to yeah. the brewskis. That's that's right. Uh, I don't have a bottle opener with me, but I have my teeth. So I hate it that you do this. <laughs> Well, 
What so, are we starting with, baby? Um, I'm anxious to try this canoe paddle. All right. So my dad is actually a huge fan of Lina Kugel. They're a very good beer. Another Wisconsin brew. Oh, yeah. You can find Lina Kugel oh, yeah, all over I, the country. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I'm Missouri. I've, I've got a Lina Kugel. They're a... Uh, um, they had this, I can't remember what it was. It was of like vanilla porter. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. Best porter I've ever had in my life. Really? Vanilla porter. It was exquisite. It was like bitter, but also sweet. And it had mm-hmm. a good just essence to it. Okay. You know? It just was a nice, hefty, hefty beer. Oh, I hate that. Hey, man. <laughs> Using your resources. You gotta, resources, you that's gotta fine. use the resources. Um, so back to what I was saying before. So my dad was, was last summer toured the factory. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't remember where the factory is, but it's near the Lacrosse area. My uh, uncle's got the the Lacrosse area. The Lacrosse area. What is that? Lacrosse is a city in Wisconsin. And a sport. And a sport. But it's a city in Wisconsin, and it's on the west side of Wisconsin. Huh. It's actually a very beautiful west city. Side, west side. They've got beautiful bluffs that you can hike. Really? Highly recommend taking a visit there. Um, they got rivers, too. It's right there on the bottle. There we go. Actually, I think that's the name of the town. Is river something? Uh, anywho. So he toured the factory because my uncle's got a property nearby, and they... He's supposed to be building his cabin there, but now he's using it as pretty much his own campsite. Sure. So I like to call it Rod's campsite. Rod's campsite. So yeah, so my family was camping out at Rod's campsite. Uh-huh. And they went and well, they didn't take a tour of the fact the factory. I'll take that back. My cuz my dad would get really mad right now if he found out that I said tour because he wanted to take the tour but nobody was interested. Dang. And so it re- made him really mad. But there was a festival going on Dang. and everybody who entered Got a free pack of line of Kugel beer. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. And so the employees were actually talking about this canoe paddle. Yeah. And they were very excited about this beer because it hadn't come out yet. And so this beer is actually a new beer. Oh, this is a new beer. This is the line of Kugel's new beer canoe paddle. Yep. Kolsch. 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 I believe that's how it's pronounced if my German is correct. Yeah. Or just. <laughs> Or just That's all the saliva right? that you can yeah, make up in your mouth. Throw it back into your throat and just like a blender, just so, canoe paddle. Canoe paddle. Yeah. Let's give it a try. Let's let's give it a sip. Let's give it a let's give it a sap sip. That is so light, but it's creamy. Creamy. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say about a beer. Yeah. There's not even anything creamy about it. Are you sure? Because. I I think. Yeah. Get another sip. Really taste that creaminess. Creamy is definitely not what I would say. I, I know where you're coming from. I'm going to stand by it. You stand by it. I, I will. I'll. You know, I know where you're coming from here. That's a that's a beer, that's a good beer. I know why it's called canoe paddle because I would one million percent be canoeing down a river, sipping on sipping on this beer. You would paddle your way with this beer. This is malted rye. 
I can hear, I, I, I can taste, taste the malt. Taste the malt. Malt yeah. You know, maybe that is where I'm picking up that creaminess is the malt. You I know, feel like that was the dumbest thing that ever came out of my mouth. Creamy? <laughs> the fact that I just said, I can really taste the malt. Taste the malt in the beer? Yeah. Well, the malt, I mean, yeah. Some beers have some malt, baby. It's true. I don't know. No, I this just... is a light bodied uh light bodied beer brewed with malt rye. It says it right there on the line of Kugel it does. thing. But it's a good beer. Yeah, that's a good solid beer. I yeah, I I could sink I could sink these down slowly. Slow You're not a party drinker. I'm not. I like to taste my beers. I tell you that. As you should though. You know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna party, which I don't really I don't partake. Neither do I. But, you know, get a cheap beer that you don't care. But this right here, this is a beer that you want to taste. This is the, there's, yeah. there's craftsmanship be slow about it. involved in this right here. People worked hard to make that beer. That's and true. You should honor up to it. All right. All right you ready to move on. on? I'm ready. We've got Honey Weiss. Oh. Get that click of the teeth. Or as I like to call this beer, Honey Weiss. Honey Weiss. Yeah, honey, honey beer, baby. All right. Real Wisconsin honey's in there, baby. Yeah, none of that fake stuff. All right, here we go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is a mm. hefty flavor of just wheat. What that honey just sneaking on in there? Not a strong honey taste. It's and that that's what kind of shocked me when I tasted it because I was expecting a huge honey taste. Like a sweet. And there wasn't. Yeah. There is notes of honey. Yeah. This is called a honey weiss. And I honestly I can't really even taste the honey. There's if anything, there's notes of it. There's a strong weedy taste. I think the honey in it just kind of blends it out because that's a smooth beer. Yeah, it's a smooth beer. It's a fine beer. My question to you though is would you want a little more of a honey taste to this? You know, if you're going to put honey on it, I would want like... You would want a little more I would want a little, little bit of honey. Yeah. Honestly, good beer, but... Could use a little more honey. A little more of a honey taste. and But not overbearing. That's true. Just a little more. I'm, I'm okay with the subtle to it. It's very subtle. Yeah. It but I think this subtle. is a little too subtle. Yeah. I mean, it's advertised as honey. It's all golden on the bottle. I mean... There's even a honey thing on it made with real Wisconsin honey. I believe you. Right. But I'm not tasting it. Hmm. But, you know, honestly. Other than that, I it's don't, a great beer. I don't like my beer super sweet. So maybe I Neither do like I, though. the notes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm not. Well, that's why I'm saying. I'm not upset. I'm not upset about it. I, I would want a little more of a taste, but I don't want it to be overbearing. That's because true. I'm not a sweet don't drinker. Want it to be honey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm not a sweet drinker. I like things a little more better. It's like with wine. I don't like sweet wine. I like bitter wine. I like actual wine. It's true. Moving on to Summer Shandy. This is in a can, so my teeth get a break. <laughs> and Summer Shandy is actually their staple. Really? Yes. Line so Google's Summer Shandy is their staple? Pretty much. This is the classic oh. beer for Line of Google. Gotcha. And this is a brewed with honey and natural lemonade flavor. Yeah. Okay, so again, let's... Give it a little cheers. Yeah. 
That is the lemonade of beers. That's a shandy. Yeah. Yeah, that's um. That's very nice. Yeah. It's that's lemonadey. That's for sure. Definitely. It's the lemonade of beers. That's really good. It it's nice. It's nice. It's it's sweet, but it's not like not like Red's Apple Ale sweet. You know. Right. It's like the this won't make me feel like I'm gonna get a headache tomorrow if I drank this all night. Because <laughs> anytime I have a sweet drink, I end up getting a headache the next day. Really? Yep. I think you just. It's this. I think it's just a hangover. I think it's because you're drinking too much. But okay. Yes. <laughs> Anything you say after confirming you said yes. Anything you say. <laughs> this is all going to be BS now. Cannot, will not stand for your argument because. But when I drink more bitter alcohols or drinks, I should say, when I drink bitter, more bitter drinks, I'm my hangovers aren't that bad the next day. Yeah. But if I drink really sweet drinks like Mike's Hard or, you know, very sugary stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I think I have a my hangover is awful the next day. You know, I think why that is, I mean, because there's already sugar in alcohol. Right. Like it's all alcohol already has, you know, the sugar alcohols in alcohol. So when you have a sugar added on top of that with it, it just kind of makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. You know, and I agree. I think sugar on top of a dehydration think sugar doesn't sugar like dehydrate you anyway yeah oh yeah so i think that just adds to the dehydration yeah you just go straight to the dehydration center of your yeah. body i think that's ships definitely it right on in sugar it tips off the guards who guard the dehydration center in your body and then they can just smooth sailing straight into the core and that's that's how it works that's the science of hangovers baby and now we know how hangovers work so to wrap this up, yeah. Let's rate these beers. And then let's give each word a, a each word? <laughs> each beer? Each beer. Yeah. A word. Each beer a word. Each word that a beer. Best describes each beer. Okay, that's that's good for me. Let's start with the canoe paddle. One through five. One through five. Solid beer. I'm giving it I'm giving it a three point I'm giving it another three point eight. Three point eight? I'm giving Solid. it a four. A four, yeah, it's yeah. pretty solid. It's a solid beer. It's a good beer. It's not like the greatest beer I've ever had in my life, but no. it's solid. It's Definitely a solid beer. Good beer. And the nice thing about Line of Kugel, it's one of those beers. It's not the cheapest beer, but it's also not the most expensive beer. So it's definitely a beer that you would want to go get mm-hmm. when you you just want to go get a beer. But I think the canoe is one that I would be like, yeah, that's yeah, I'm one, getting that. That's like just a good subtle beer. A little more mild, I should say. It's light. It's yeah. It, yes, it's a. It's definitely a light beer. Um, so I'm giving it a four. What would be a word that you would give it that you think would best describe it? Um, I'm just thinking solid. Solid. Yeah. I'm thinking breeze. Breeze. Yeah, because when I think of this, I just think like a breeze of wind blowing on my face while I'm canoeing down a river. I think canoe paddle. Is the name really, is really getting it to you. Really, it, it is. It is though. I sipped. I sipped on that, and I went, yeah. But you know, canoe paddle right is actually there. kind of like a neat name for a beer. It is. It, it's not like oh, direct yeah, and forward saying like canoe paddle. This is the beer. It's like this is a canoe paddle. Yeah, this is a canoe paddle. That's great. I think Line of Kugel is pretty accurate on their names. It it 
you know what? I'll agree. Yeah. It's a breeze. Yeah. Yeah. It's a breeze. That's a breeze of a beer, baby. That's a breeze of a beer. Moving on to the Honey Vice. Honey Vice. You know, I'm giving it a 3.5 right out. Oh, man. That's exactly what I was going to give. 3.5. Yeah. It's good. It's just... There are some we- there's a weakness to it. Yeah. The weakness is lack of honey. Lack of honey. <laughs> maybe, but not- maybe our taste buds are just dead after... <laughs> After all this you know, meat, if you like this beer, please, you know, don't, don't like, don't come after us. We're not crapping on it. No, this it, is it's still a fine. Beer. It's still a fine beer. I'd sip this any day. It just, it However, could use a little work. It's a little misleading. Yeah, I you agree. Know? I want some honey. Yeah, if you're gonna in my honey beer. Yes, if you're gonna market honey, then you need I to better darn get some honey in. Yes, there. I'm taking another sip just to make sure. All right, it's just so noty. Yeah, it's it, very noty. It's very honey. subtle. You drink it right away, and you're like, okay, I'm drinking a beer. And then yeah. the aftertaste, you're like, okay, now I taste the honey. It's got a sweet aftertaste. Yeah. Which I'm not mad about. Maybe that's the point. <laughs> Maybe to a beer connoisseur, this is fantastic and exactly what it needs to be. However, to the typical consumer, I want some I want some honey flavor. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I feel like the typical consumer would be like, yeah, yeah, this is pretty good. But if you're a beer aficionado... I think they would also be like, all right, if you're going to advertise honey, I'm going to want a little more. I want, you know. It's a little bit of false. It's a subtle It's misleading. Notes. Yeah. Notes is already subtle, but it's a subtle note. So it's, it's a like little too subtle. Super subtle. Yeah. All right. But I'm not mad at it. No. No. I'm not mad at it. it it's fine. No, it's great. So this summer shandy, I'm 4.5, man. Yeah. This is good. This is a. This, I'm giving a 4.3. I sipped into this. I'm sitting next to a pool. My kids are playing. I've got two families over. They're all in the pool. Right. You know, man. Or I'm I'm out outside. Got some sunglasses. I'm fishing with the boys. I think because it's called summer shandy. It's a I, summer. I instantly thought summer. Yeah. Yes. That's this exactly what I was going to say. They you are know, right. It's a nostalgic drink for adults. You know, yeah. you're an adult. You're a grown man. You go to the summer shandy. The, I mean, the lemonade flavor. I mean, the it's like. It's like that tall glass of lemonade, the ice cold lemonade on a summer day. But now you're an adult and you're drinking it. Mm. Your kids are playing. They're having the regular lemonade. I've got the summer shandy in my left hand. You just painted the most beautiful picture ever. Now, I know this is only episode two, but I think I'm going to say this is a grill time type beer. This is a grill. Summer shandy. Line of Kugels, summer shandy. I think... Because it's lemonade. It's just, lemonade is so refreshing. Yes, it's refreshing. Just like our podcast, baby. That was a high five for you folks at home. Um, (laughs) I hope they can hear it. Um, By the way, I want to point out real quick. uh, We are not sponsored by any of the beers that we review here. Um, We're just a couple of dudes drinking beer. Drinking beer. What's new? We're not paid by. we We are not partnered with. Um, uh, by by Line of Google or any, any they don't know we're doing this. Nobody no. knows. Nobody knows. And for future beers that we do, they don't know either. Yeah, we're just kind of doing this. We're just we're just we're just we're just two dudes who love grilling and beer. We love grilling and we love sipping down some brews, baby. But yeah, I think it's summer. I think that's it's the a, word to yeah, best describe it. Yeah, I mean it's it. in the name. It's definitely a grill time beer. You know what? Let's start that list. We should start that list. Grill time beers. 
mm-hmm. and it'll just be our top beers we that we think this? is perfect for beer or grilling. Grilling the summer shandy, yeah, in the summer. Yeah, in the summer. You got a summer cookout? Get some line of Kugel summer shandies. Yep. Pop these boys open. Yeah. Put a little koozie in them. And it's not super sugary. It's not. It's not sweet at all. It's, it's not like Mike's hard lemonade. It's the lemon juice. Yeah. Which is not sweet. It's sour. Because it still tastes it's like a beer. Subtle. It, yeah. It's a beer. It's a weedy beer. It's got a weedy flavor. And but you can still taste the lemonade. Again with with honey. It's got honey flavor. I don't taste a whole lot of honey, but I think that's the point. Yeah. I think it's supposed to just kind of project and and complement. I think the, the honey is just to kind of like give it that undertone of sweetness. Which it's definitely doing. Right. Because if it was just lemonade, it'd be too sour. I can taste. What's crazy is I can kind of taste a little more honey in the summer shandy. But you can't in the I honey. Than I can in the honey ah, vice. Ah. This is not even advertised as honey. This has got lemon on it. There's two big old lemons. It's yellow summer shandy. You're thinking lemonade. Over here, I got honey wise. It's got a can of honey on there. It says honey on it. It says it's brewed with natural, real Wisconsin honey. <laughs> And I've got nothing, so line of nothing Kugel, but notes. Get it straight, all right? Just kidding, Lina Kugel. You're, you're you're doing great. You're doing, you're doing great. Good. We absolutely love you. We, yeah, your vanilla porter, best thing I've had in my life. Uh, did we actually wait? Did we give the Honey Weiss a name? Oh yeah, word. You mean? Yeah, a word. We didn't. We didn't. We did not. What's the word that you would give it? Note, notes. Notes? That's what I would give it. Yeah. Notes. <laughs> Bold and underscored. I don't want to be mean, but in the back of my head, I'm just thinking disappointed. Damn. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. A little disappointed. I mean, I'm not like majorly disappointed, but I'm a little disappointed. Not like Major League Baseball disappointed, quarantine, no baseball season. Not that disappointed. That, and that's pretty disappointing. That's very disappointing. That's yeah. like 11 out of 10 disappointing. Right. I'm like, me personally, I'm not crazy disappointed. I'm like, 1 out of 10 disappointment, I'm like out of 3. Not a lot of disappointment. I'm at like a 5. I got notes of disappointment. <laughs> I'm I'm at a 5. Damn. I'm just half disappointed. Half I disappointed. Wa- I want more honey. If I, you're gonna you know, advertise honey, I just want a squirt of honey more. Yeah, I'm about squirt. ready to like go downstairs, grab that natural honey that yeah. I used, and just that, pop it in there. Just put a little sprinkle it, and then shoop shoop shoop. It's a honey weiss. Then it's a honey weiss, baby. But yeah, maybe so, we don't know what weiss means, and maybe weiss is why. M- maybe weiss just means subtle. Yeah. Actually, maybe we're just dumb. You know what? Let's look that word Let's up. Let's look that up. We're looking it up. We're cracking down, line of Google. I'm going to eat another zucchini. It's funny because I think Weiss came up as a definition. It's pronounced Weiss, actually. We've been wrong this entire time. Weiss. Yeah, Weiss. You said Weiss. You I said Weiss, yeah. I did say Weiss. Huh. My German instincts are kicking in. Um, it's the blood. It means white. Duh. I should know that. White? Yeah. I know German colors. Honey white? Yeah, honey white. There's nothing white about this. Yeah, I don't know. Like the color. Yeah, like the color, white. I don't know what the reasoning was to that because, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. Canoe paddle makes sense. Summer shandy makes sense. Honey white? No. That doesn't make sense to me. You're getting really hungry, aren't you? No, I just have all this meat sitting right in front of me. 
Well, if you're going to keep cutting more slices of meat, you might as well just pass one over to me. Let's hit our next segment. Next segment, baby. Drum roll, please. The Tiger King. Tiger King. If you haven't seen it yet. Which, then you're living under a rock, literally, because everyone is in quarantine. You have time to watch this. You have time. Watch Tiger King. And... If yeah, you, you yeah you can't come out of saying um, where was the spoiler alert because first of all here's the spoiler alert. If spoiler alert, Tiger King. If you have not watched Tiger King, pause this podcast, go binge. Excuse me, those seven episodes. What is it? Seven episodes? Well, it's eight now because they added an extra episode. Little interview thing. Yeah. Afterwards, yeah. There's it's a seven episode docu series. Go watch it right now, then come back listen to the end of this podcast. Yep. <laughs> Because we're going to talk about some Tiger King, baby. Yes. So, I'm going to say right off the bat, there is no good person in this. No, yeah. Everyone in it is terrible. Except for like a handful. There's some people who deserve hand. I think the happiness. manager, the guy who managed, who has no legs. I don't remember his name. That guy was pretty cool. But also, he was kind of an asshole. You know? Everybody was. Everybody except for two people. Saf, um, that... uh. That man, he's actually it's a it's a um it's a trans man. Oh yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Seth. It's a he he uh, he him pronouns. Which they pronounced. Um, um his name is she. In the documentary, in the documentary. they kept they kept call, um they kept referring to him as she, she. and on her. Um, but he was actually fine with it. There was he was fine with it. You know, the interview yeah. afterwards, he was like, honestly, it didn't bother me. He he said, I, it I think other most people. people online were more upset about it than I right. was. But and at I, the same time. It's a dude. It's it's a he. Right. Yeah. Like get it right, but also at the same time, remember people people make mistakes. We're yeah, human. Yeah. Yeah. We're exactly. Human. Yeah. But um, but no, that person. Um, that's the the guy who lost his arm to the tiger bit it off. That person deserves he, he happiness. Was, yes. He, yeah. he he was a good person. And the guy who always wore sunglasses with the long long uh, blonde hair. That guy. He is funny. He he's funny, but also good guy. Yeah, he seems like Good he's guy. just there to do his work and he just do his job. He is there to do his He's there for the Tigers. Now, what shocked me with this is everybody turning their back on Joe. It, that didn't shock me. I, okay. <laughs> to be honest. Joe is not a good person. No. And I'm not trying to defend Joe or anything, but for well, half of that documentary, I thought they were just all, you know, there with him and everything, and then right away just turned their back on him, and I was like, Whoa. Well, there's a reason for that, you know, because they showed kind of like one thing in the um, in episode eight where they had like the interviews with them with all the afterwards of it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that they um, that Saf actually brought up that no one else did was uh, she was like, I believe that he deserves to be in jail. He deserves right. to be locked up. Yeah. She's like, I do not want to see that man, you know die in jail mm-hmm. and the reason she said that is because she said that man would give you the shirt off of his back yes know? and he uh he said that um he said that joe um for the past 10 years every year would spend all night cooking before thanksgiving and make a meal for 300 people right for free for right free like they would take donations or whatever but it was for free right i mean and they, he did that every and they they they, they kind of in the documentary they displayed it like a little bit for like one episode. And that that was the And they <sighs> highlighted it making it look like he did it one time, but apparently he's been doing that for the past 10 years. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with f- filmmakers. You can only first of all, you can only show so much. Right. But you can also make looks look, 
uh, someone looks so bad. Yeah. And I, I kind of wish they would have at least shown a little more of that because yeah. do I think Joe deserves to be in jail? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Does I mean, he he's deserve kinda, to he's die there? He's a terrible there? person, though. But I don't think he no, deserves to I die don't think, there. I don't think anyone. Personally, personally, I don't think anyone deserves to die I in agree. jail. I agree. I don't think well, anybody. It, I mean. Depending on what they did. Depending on what they did. You know, there are but, some people that, yeah. Sure. You know, but that's a whole political. That's a, yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But as far as Joe Exotic, I don't think he deserves to die in jail. No. However, but like, I don't know. I will say for half the documentary, I was all for Joe. Yeah. They because really Because I thought highlighted. he was so funny. He was funny. And he's a, he's a fun, exo- he's exotic. He's, he's exotic. exotic, out there He character. chose the right name. Perfect for a reality TV show. Yes. But honestly, and I almost tweeted actually. I almost tweeted saying Joe Exotic is my hero or something like that. <laughs> and that was glad halfway. I'm glad I didn't either because yeah. then once they start talking about how he got everybody drugged up, I was yeah. like, okay, His yeah, <laughs> drugged up, delete and that. They were both straight and how he like super manipulated them. Into, yes, you know, I mean. And man, uh, there's a lot of good things about him, but there's just, I think there's so much more kind of bullshit bad things, you know, about Joe. So I'm going to ask you the question that everybody's trying to answer right now. Do you think Carol killed her husband? You know what? Honestly, I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) I don't want to put like a definite opinion just for the sake of our podcast, okay. I don't want any kind of stigma either way. Okay. Well, that's why I said... However... Okay. I'll let you continue. <laughs> however, there... You know, I think I wouldn't be surprised... You're really on your tiptoes. I, am, toes right I wouldn't now. be surprised if... If, if, the, if she did it. I heard somewhere that they... they yes. Yeah. That they reopened the case. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if she did. Okay. But, however, in the relationship that they did have with uh, her old husband that she mm-hmm. um, um, supposedly uh, disposed of. Yes. Um, I think that there's a whole lot that you can't really show that kind of happens under the scenes. Right. You know, behind door, closed doors. They definitely set it up to make it look like she did kill her husband. They did. Very much did in the documentary. But if you look at the evidence otherwise, you know, a lot of it points towards that anyway. Yeah. You know, at the same time, I'm not a huge fan of Carol Baskins. Neither am I. You know, I... I think she's a hypocrite. But, I mean, they all are. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yes. Because at the at the very end, the, um, the campaign manager, one of the things that he said, at the very end of all of it, he's like... All these people are spending millions of dollars. The Carol Baskins, they spent two point five millions of dollars trying to take down Joe. When yeah. really it doesn't it, it become it loses the point. The whole point of the show is the tigers, is these animals that are being bred right. and kept in captivity. And you can't release these animals. And which and- I will give towards Carol Baskins is a lot of people don't understand that the tigers that she does have, she cannot release to the wild because they will die. They can't right. they are not supplemented into it well and that that's the thing that irritates me with a lot of these animal rights and everything there are some animals that definitely deserve to be in a better place than where they are currently right um i'm sure that there are tigers who are kept in captivity where they have super small cages and everything just like are being treated worse than anything sure 
But the issue is you can never say this is the best place for them. You can say this is a better place for them, but you can't say this is the best place for them. True. Because the best place for them is the wild. Is the wild. Is the wild, 100%. Of which they can't do. 100%. So it's a hard subject because you can't completely say what we're doing is good because in the end, no, but yes. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, because that millions of dollars that they spent kind of going into that, the court, into those cases. It didn't need to be done. Those millions of dollars. Think about what you could have done with those millions of dollars. You could have. I don't think Joe Exotic was the worst person. I don't think his his zoo was the worst thing for those tigers. I mean, I I don't know, man. But, well, okay. I don't know. Now I'm going to get on my tippy toes here because that was a little... Because, yes, he did just kill some of the tigers so he, he, he euthanized a lot of those tigers yes and he made up he made things up right like that's just fact like the all how the about employees. doc we'll say doc instead i think doc is doing something great doc yes who's doc he's the one who has the three girlfriends oh doc ant yes <laughs> really ah ooh, no really because he gives them so much space to roam around oh for the tigers yeah for sure. the tigers no Again, none of these people are good, and I don't think anybody is good. Yeah. But I think he's at least doing really well with tigers. He, I mean, he seems to have a nice bond with them. But then again, there's, there might be stuff off camera. I don't know. Exactly. I mean, that, and that, I mean that's the hard a smart thing. person. That's the only thing about Doc yeah. Antle is he's smart. He's smart in how he does all this stuff. The issue I had with Carol's sanctuary is that her cages seem small. And it didn't seem like a huge place for those right. tigers. Right. Here's the question where it's like he advertised like 112 tigers and they only saw like 40, but like that came out of Joe Exotic's mouth. So like, right. You know who the how the hell were you? Who knows? But there was some video that they showed of her tigers kept in cages, and I went, that looks smaller than Joe's cages. Right. Well, Joe had some pretty dang small cages too. Yeah. Um, and he also and had I'm not saying so that his were tigers. better. Yeah. Right. I mean, honestly. I can't speak whether or not it was appropriate or not for the tigers or whatnot. Right. You know, and that's the hard thing too, is really the only appropriate setting for the tigers is in the wild. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, as far as zoos go, those are, I mean, in my opinion, zoos, I mean, what they are doing is they are, they're taking, you know, um, endangered species and things like, um, things like that that some some zoos like in uh, in china and stuff like they will actually like breed and associate like pandas because they're actually trying to like repopulate the, repopulate yeah. the pandas because those are going extinct um same thing with certain zoos doing that, that are doing that with the tigers you know that are actually they have experts that know like how to kind of change the environment for the tigers i was watching a video right. on that how like tigers have to be kind of like stimulated with like the change in their environment like they how kind of in the same sense they would be in the wild mm-hmm. and you can kind of train tigers from birth to kind of like be able to be released in the wild and things like that cool thing about tigers that i didn't know is every single one of their tiger stripes is different is different it's like a mm-hmm. fingerprint and they're very easy to track because you can like just tell what tiger it is just by looking at its its coat want to hear another fun fact yes my uncle actually bred tigers whoa he raised my actually my great great uncle 
He's still alive. Great, great uncle? Yeah. How old is that guy? Uh, He's got to be older than dirt. 80s or 90s, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, my, my mom's side is pretty young. Well, 89, yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he for to bred tigers. Yeah, he raised tigers, and I think he also raised um, I want to say lions, and or was mountain lions, and then um, mountain lions and tigers, pumas, probably ligers and pumas. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing that kind of surprised me is that there's so there's so many different kinds of cats. That too, but there's so many like like tigers in america being bred yes just own tigers that shocked me too yeah like that there's more tigers in america than there are in the wild there's like some four thousand or something tigers in the wild and there's right five thousand to ten thousand tigers five thousand to ten thousand that means that there's five thousand tigers that they are not really sure yeah if they are in america or not but it could be ten thousand tigers are in america and that's nuts that's nuts to me. That's insane. But yeah, so going into this show, I was thinking that maybe it would just be about the tigers, in with which it truly wasn't. It was more on the people. Right. But I was mostly interested in it because I have a connection to somebody who did that, who raised yeah. tigers. Now, the funny part, I think this is definitely a thing for everybody who raises a tiger because Doc had multiple girlfriends. Joe had couple of husbands my uncle he's got a wife she's still alive as well but he's got a thing for asian women what and he always hangs out with asian women and so my thought is if you're raising a tiger you're definitely gonna end up having multiple spouses i don't know what it is about it there's some connection to it, and I don't understand. I it. think what it is, it's it's that sense of I'm doing something cool. It's they're not even that. I think it's this weird primal thing that they go into, where it's like they're the leader of the pack or whatever. Like they're the pride, and they right. have many mates. Dog Antle with his whole weird cult thing. That, that was women, weird. Weird. That guy, I mean, he says that, like, they can leave whenever they want to, but, like, that but one woman they? who, like, got out of it was saying, like, I mean, she got breast implants. And, and that's so weird. She, like, had to, like, basically they were like, all right, you're getting breast implants. Why the hell would you need breast implants to be a tiger trainer, feeder, care caregiver? Or whatever? Uh, yes, absolutely. You know, that like it's just that in itself. It just doesn't make sense. That's because he's a creepy. He's a creepy guy. A creepy misogynistic man. Yeah. And he, like he was going like, that's the Italian one. Yeah, she lives there in that house. Also, Doc Antle can never talk with his mouth, like not as wide as it could possibly get, <laughs> and he's got to talk really loud, and he pronounces every single word. Because he's got to make sure that you heard his point. Yeah, that's true. He's a, you know, he has a son. But who's, he, that's his son, but which yeah. one of his three girlfriends is... The mother? Is the mom. It might not even be those three. It could be somebody that's else. That's what's even crazier. But also that son looks exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the end, this is just 
one crazy documentary. But a bunch of crazy people. With a bunch of crazy people. Yeah. And now all of us crazy Americans are tuned into this crazy it's documentary. Just, it's just drama. It is. It, it's good We're drama, though. It's a good drama. It, you know, yeah. At the end it's of the day, it's just a good drama. It's it's entertaining. It's entertaining, but one thing that the um, documentary at the very end kind of like detailed was like is the importance of the tigers. Yeah. Yes, it's entertaining. Yes, it's a drama, but the main thing is about the tigers, you know. And as a viewer, and I thought this is actually pretty interesting, because the people in the documentary lose focus of the tigers, but even yeah. you as the viewer lose focus of the tigers as well that's interesting that's an interesting thing yeah yeah we look more on toward the entertaining and what's happening to joe exotic or jeff lowe is what is he doing now and did carol baskin kill her husband but it's like we're all doing that but it's like these these animals are getting neglected yeah and but what's really cool is a lot of people now are like free the tigers yeah you know so we got a lot more people going like we need to get these things stopped People just need to stop. Yeah, people need to stop getting tigers, and we just need to let them be where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, I think that was a pretty good discussion on Tiger King. I think so, too. That is all the time we have today. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Podcasts. We've had some kebabs today. We had some The Mediterranean food was great. We had some line of kugel. We were the Grill Kings, not the Tiger King, the Grill Kings. Grill Kings, baby. Don't forget to thaw your meat, keep the beers cold, pull out the koozies, and make sure you empty that grease tray. Empty the grease tray, baby. Thank you guys so much for listening. Grill time.